I'm Kim Case. Welcome back to the Brave Embrace podcast. Okay, well, welcome to the Brave Embrace podcast. I'm Kim Case. This is a place for inspired guests to find encouragement, creative solutions to work and overcome their trauma. And I am joined today by Heather Dawn. She is the motivational mentor, and I can't think of a better guest to have on this podcast to lay a foundation for what it takes to overcome things, to work through losses, to find hope, and to turn all of our tragedies into triumphs. So Heather, welcome. I'm so glad you're with me today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you are a busy woman gracing the stage, several stages. Actually, you are an inspired speaker for Be the Best You Can Be and for what's the other company? Activate Your Power. I love that. Yeah, Activate Your Power Now and Becoming the Best You both are different um, different entities, but we kind of all, they, they, cr- they crisscross a little bit. We kind of all blend together with different things. But um, yes, I've spoken on both stages. Activate your power now more often because there's just more opportunity. Um, We do, there's two different opportunities each month for speakers and there's a topic. And so we speak on that particular topic. Um, And then becoming the best you, we have conferences throughout the year. So we have, I think there's, gosh, I think we're up to like 50 different speakers now in that group. So we do conferences, then we do online, you know, uh, masterminds, we do all kinds of things. So there's just a lot of stuff going on. And then I'm the logistics manager for Becoming the Best You. So we're working right now to start a whole new, I don't know, a whole new section of it, I guess, Becoming the Best You business. So we're doing some stuff with that, creating packages for social media, for small businesses, their um, admin needs, all that good stuff. We're also getting ready to start speaking in schools. Um, We're doing a youth experience where we're talking about bullying and suicide and all the stuff that teenagers are going through right now. So it's something I'm really proud to be a part of. Well, that is so great. That's real life change right there that you're bringing to people by inspiring them with tips and tricks and processes to get through those things. And I mean, you are putting yourself out there, encouraging people to activate their own power. So tell me a little bit about your power. When did you find it? And and I know that you've faced some losses this year that have been challenging, yet you still just find that enthusiasm for life. And I can't wait to hear how you find that power. Um, okay. Where do I find it? I don't know. Honestly, I think that it just, I think it comes from my faith. It comes from God. It comes from, I think it just comes from having to overcome things. Like I've said before, I don't have, you know, some of these speakers have been in prison or they, they have these huge stories of these life altering, you know, moment in their life. And I just don't have that, but I have a lifetime of little things. You know, my brother was killed in a car accident his senior year of high school. My mom's passed away. My sister just passed away. I had a cousin that was like my brother who was killed when he was 15 or 16. I was 15. Um, in a sledding accident. It's been little things over my life that I've had to overcome. And I think that's prepared me for the last year because in the last year, I've had a lot of things happen with my life has pretty much just been chaos a little bit, some by my own choices and some by things I didn't necessarily see or expect. But um, even just in the last month and a half, I lost my job on a Tuesday. My sister passed on a Thursday. My car was repossessed on a Saturday because of some past stuff that I was aware about and wasn't aware, was not aware about. And then, you know, lost my boyfriend on like the following Tuesday. So, or maybe two weeks later, I don't know, but 
And so it came down to the point where I believe I had been putting everything that God called me for aside. And so he said, Hey, you're not listening. So <laughs> let me get your attention. Mm-hmm. And basically took everything that I was putting ahead of him and my purpose away from me to get me back to where I'm starting at, you know, ground one. So I'm, I'm basically starting over at 51 um, with nothing and I'm having to rebuild. But the good thing is, is that I get to rebuild the way I want to do it this time. And it's just me. So I don't have to think about decisions that are best for my kids. They're both grown. They're having their, they're living their own lives. There's not a spouse. So it's like, you know, it's a fresh start. Um, but you asked about my power. I, I don't know where it came from or when it came from. I think it just has always been in me. Each little thing, like I said, over my life has prepared me for this big moment because I just keep saying, you know, better things are coming. Tomorrow's a new day. Let's just keep going. You Love know, that's it. just kind of how it works for me. I, I absolutely love it. I've had chills from head to toe several times as you've shared because what I was thinking is like those experiences that you face back to back death by a million little tiny cuts or little tiny nicks. One person might choose to be completely buried by all those things, Heather. And yet you chose to be planted instead by looking at that and saying, okay, I'm going to use this and turn this for good. And you turn to your faith, which sounds like has been a great source of strength for you. I share that same, um, you know, line lifeline basically of what lifts me up. And then you also realize that, Hey, you have this chance for a fresh start starting again at 51, kind of like midway through. So I'm sure there are a lot of life lessons, but the one thing that I really am interested to hear from you, uh, is that because loss affects so many people these days, uh, you know, we're seeing it globally. We're seeing it uh, you know, in the things that are played out in media. And we also see it through our friends and family now with social media being so present. We experience things that others are experiencing and then facing it your own self in your own life. Like, what do you tell yourself at the end of the day when, you know, the tears are coming and the frustration and or the reality of just the challenges? Like, what what words do you speak to yourself that bring you back to that place of hope? Um, I think I just go back to my why. You know, number one, my kids, my girls have always been my why because so I've done, you know, everything over their life for for them. Um, I want them to see it that you can do anything. I want them to never, you know, I let them see my bad days. It's hard for me to let them see those days, but as they've gotten older and they're becoming adults, I have let them more and more see the days that I'm not so great and that I am struggling and I I'm more verbalizing like I'm struggling today. And I think my older ones really picked up a lot of that. The younger one, she's only 20. She's still, you know, trying to figure it out. But, you know, my those, the girls have always been my why. I'm also my why. You know, until recently I didn't realize I was like, I do it for my girls, blah, 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 blah. But the reality is I do it for me. I've got to do it for me because I'm I'm all I've got on most days, you know? Um, and the other thing is is the ones that have passed, like my mom, I want her to be proud of me. I want her to look down and say, man, look what she, you know, because I think that when she was dying, we had conversations and she's like, I feel like I didn't tell you a lot of things. I feel like I wasn't the best mom and she wasn't the best mom, but I know my mom did the best she knew how to do. She had her own issues and she struggled and she was my rock. And I talked to her multiple times throughout every day. We butted heads a lot, but I also, that's part of it. That's my why I want her to look down and I want her to be proud. And I want her to say, wow, look what my kid did. You know, like. So it's a combination of those three things. It's like, that's where I go to at the end of the day. And then I pray, you know, just Lord, give me the strength to get through today. Mm -hmm. Well, and it sounds like in in looking at that, why you were also willing to understand that God had a plan, maybe that he was trying to redirect you to or open things up. So new things could come in your life. And I think by just owning and allowing that to be the place of your heart, 
a lot of strength comes from there, right? I know one of your your you know favorite uh, things to say and to feel is to be brave. Like remind yourself you can be brave. So are, are those some of the words that you were speaking to yourself in those dark moments? Yeah, I think so. I, for sure. I mean, like I said, I, I got the be brave. Love that. Yes. There we go. Now so I can there, <laughs> there are a lot of days where I have to look down and be like, you're not being brave. You're letting fear control your life. And you're, and I did that. I mean, I did a speech where I talked about up until the last two years, maybe three years, I have let fear control everything in my life. When my brother was killed, I wouldn't let my kids ride in a car with somebody because if we're going to die, we're all going to die together. Like just stuff like that. that I look back now and go, hmm, <laughs> that wasn't very healthy. But I was just always worried that something was going to happen to them. Or, you know, and in my mind, if, if I've lost my brother and it hurt that bad, I can't, I'm, I still can't imagine after everything I've lost, losing all my kids. I just can't. But I think that there's just... You know, again, it's just a constant reminder, like I can't let fear control my life and I have to be brave. And there's times where I don't want to do it anymore. I'm tired and I just want to be done. And I remind myself, you can't go around it. You've got to go through it. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to be brave and put on your armor and and get through it and see what's on the other side. Right. I I love that. And putting on your armor, because truly that's what it feels like sometimes the, the great attacks that come and you're investing so much in the future by pouring out these inspired thoughts into programs for youth. You mentioned, which I just love. I know you do it for business as well all kinds of people that can come and and witness and engage with you. They can find you at the motivational mentor on Facebook, right? You have a podcast as well, and you share a lot of stories that, that give people strength. So I love hearing about your why and then where you go when you need to dig deep, but then how do you detox and how do you rebuild um, after you've, you know, experienced those losses, spoken from the stage, encouraged and inspired, like how do you rebuild your own strength? I'm not great at it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm really, really bad at just being still mm-hmm. and being quiet. I, I was getting during COVID, I was pretty much alone for the most part. And I got really good during that time of being alone because I just didn't have a choice. Uh, I was getting into some meditation back then and, and that was working. And then I get busy again and I forget. So for me, music is a huge thing for me. Um, if I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling lost or I'm feeling... I turn to music and I put my earbuds in and I just really go into that. And depending on the mood or what I'm going through, it depends on the type of music. If I'm feeling really down and kind of just like sad, usually if I've talked to somebody and they've told me their you know, story or whatever, and I'm like, gosh, that energy just makes me sad. I'll put on some heavy metal, not heavy, but hard rock, I guess, and kind of pump myself back up. Um, if I'm feeling lost, I put praise worship music on. It's it just... Music is such a huge part. Of, that's something my mom taught me. Mm-hmm. Um, music has always been part of my life. And it's it's a huge part because it can completely change my mood within, you know, two songs. Yeah. So it's a way to shift your mindset. And you are actually choosing what you want your mindset to be by filling it with that different types of music. I love that. I bet you have some playlists that would be envious, right? I would be envious of some of the things that you've curated uh, with music as a, as a passion. Um so, uh, you know, I, I know that you're facing some other things now, but it seems like you've always been able to get your priorities kind of aligned in with what you needed it to be. And I think that is you know an extremely powerful piece of your testimony, because any of the things that life has thrown you, you're able to course correct. And, you know, even like you said, just changing your mindset is is, is so powerful. So are there things that are you facing that you didn't expect or are you welcoming all these life changes um, like with an open heart to like drive you to, to the next? Uh, I didn't expect anything that's happened over 
the last year. I, a year ago, almost exactly a year ago this week, actually, um, I met somebody and, and I thought they were my person, my one, the one I've been waiting on and waiting on. And I am usually pretty cautious. And I, I just was to the point where I'm like, you know what? It's time to just let, let be what's supposed to be and just, you know, fly by the seat of my pants and just adventure is my word of the year. Let's just go. And within a week of meeting him, we went to Houston for a week and then came back from Houston. We never were apart. That was in October, the day after uh, Black Friday, he proposed. Um, I moved out of my house. Like everything was just moving. And then in April, he decided he was, I just don't want to do this. So he left. Oh, I mean, um, everything that you were hoping and, and thinking this is it. And you stepped into completely with an open heart. And yeah. then it, it the situation changed. That's painful. Um, and it, it crushed me, but then on, it's funny because as I go, I look back now at the time, obviously I was devastated. I'm like, Oh my number one, how could I be so stupid? That was just not me. Why would you just, you can't just throw everything to the wind. And just, then there was the, how dare you, Uh, you came in and you, you had me get rid of everything. I gave up my animals. I get like all of it just to turn around and decide you just didn't want to. And he had no reason just thought I want to do this. I just, I don't want to do it. I'm moving to Georgia. Bye. Um, So it was a lot of it, but it's funny now I can look back and I'm like, there were so many lessons in all of it. There were things that when I was with him prepared me for knowing more about, I don't know. I think I needed that year of adventure because after him, there was another, a guy that I was acquaintances with and we started hanging out and right afterwards, just as friends. And then in July we started dating or whatever. And then when everything in my life fell apart, he was just like, it's too much for me. I'm out. And so all of it has just kind of been like, Number one, it reiterates, it's just, I can only count on me. Mm-hmm. I need to stop trusting other people with my life. And two, it just keeps reminding me that no matter what comes, I'm going to be fine. The first relationship, that didn't work, but the second one was so much better. It's like each thing that keeps happening leads to something a little bit better than the last. Yeah. But then I also got to the point where, like I said, I was, everything was more important than what I'm supposed to be doing. My purpose here which is something that when you lose that many people, you do realize how thankful you are to be here every day. Mm -hmm. Like when I celebrate a birthday, you know, my brother never made it to 51. He was 18. Yeah. So you have to think about those things a little bit more, Mm -hmm. how lucky you are to still be here because some people just aren't, they don't get that. Right. And so I think that's the thing for me is it's been, I got so distracted by the adventure and the fun and the going and the trips and all this stuff. And that's just never been me. I've never, you know, I even got to where I was a little bit braggy about the money and that's not me. It's not, it's never been me. It's like I said, I think God said, all right, Liz, you're not listening. Like, right. since right. I've been telling you, this is your purpose. This is why you're still here. Cause you know, when people, you lose people, it's like, why am I still here? Like, why did my mom go? Why my brother was, you know, the life of the party. He was such mm-hmm. a light and you, he's gone. Why am I still here? Mm-hmm. And then God said, because this is your purpose. And he told me my purpose and I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't going to church anymore. I wasn't in the word. I wasn't speaking. I wasn't doing any of it. And I kept hearing this, like, why are you going to go do that when you could be speaking today? Why are you going to be here when you should be doing this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adventure. This year's word is adventure. (laughs) Finally, he said, all right, listen, you're not listening to me. So here. And he just literally took everything away. And now I've gone back to the word. I've gone back to him. I've gone back to church and my mind is back where it needs to be. And I'm remembering why I'm here. I love that. It gets me very excited for you because also for the people that you're going to impact through your different channels. I mean, having that inner joy and that resolve 
is just something that, you know, I don't want to say a lot of people don't have, but they struggle to like identify it within themselves. I think it's almost like we don't believe that we're that strong or capable. So in seeing it in you, and even I'm feeling it for you with you, it's like, okay, this is possible. And it really comes down to that, that choice. So I'm so excited to have you as a guest to be able to just really share the story of hope. And despite the circumstances, because honestly, sometimes I feel like even with my story, like, I don't want anyone to feel like, like you said earlier, well, I didn't, you know, nothing like that happens. So, but no, it's the million life things that happen that really cause the the issues, you know? And so those things accompanied with that other thing for me, like just trying to find my way through it, but your story is, is remarkable and fun. And I'm glad we intersected at this time in life because, you know, with our faith being strong as it is, we can encourage and support each other and cheer each other on for this new life things. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes, but um, I thank you for being a guest today on Brave Embrace podcast. I know we're going to speak more and I'd, I'd love to have you back sometime. We'll talk about um, all your entrepreneurial work as you move through it. And, and anytime you want to tell us about any opportunities you have going on, feel free to come back and join us. Okay. Perfect. Love that. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It was great to have you today. Okay. Thanks for having me.